back to Torchlit Tavern. I'm your potential future suspect in a murder investigation, Jameson Oxford. I'm really trying to kill people, and I hope to succeed today. It's I, I've got the, the fever in me for blood. To my whatever left. Uh, once again, it's Bop playing your lovely bearded dwarf, who is currently very, very hurt. Very, very hurt. Uh, to my left. Hey gang, it's Ryan, back again as Roy, and I'm ready to play. To my left. And to his planar gathering point is Jeff, otherwise known as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. In case people didn't know what that little sound was, that is every time Jeff dots his hat. Apparently it's just me sped up real fast. It's hilarious. It makes me happy. Now I don't have to say it every time. Last time, we left mid-combat, and I've got our initiative here, because you ran into some extra planar slavers from what we started to refer as the Fell. Also known as the Shadow Fell, also known as the Shadow Plane. A place of constant darkness and death. And despair. And the people who do survive there, survive there by taking prisoners. Now, Bop seems to have particularly pissed off the one stabbing him, but we'll come back to that. Stabbing McKinley? Yeah, yeah we're going to call him Stabby McStabbington. I need that kidney. Before I do that, I'd like to say thank you guys for listening. My tavern keeping today i want to remind everyone to rate and review us online because that really helps tell a friend about us that's always great we want to annoy as many people as possible and bring them in just in time to have a character die that they won't you know who know who it is that they won't grow attached like you guys have you should just bring them in now and don't explain anything yeah, actually, if you guys want to start at episode 50, I do a recap of everything that has happened if you guys did want to not go all the way back to the beginning, but I'm a completionist and I totally recommend you go to the beginning because I have way too much free time. And I think you do too. I'm probably wrong. If they're here, they probably do. You have way too much time to listen to things. It's not necessarily free time for me. I do it while I work. I whistle while I work. <sighs> That's good. It's good. It's Disney way. I also whistle while I twerk. To the beat, I hope. Of course. Also, I've recently put the torchlittavern.com website is live. If you want to check us out, you can follow the links there. Uh, it has our email. You can get hold of us. Yell at us. Tell us that we did a rule wrong. Please don't. I don't. I don't care. I do want to argue with you about rules. I'm just not going to change it for the show. <laughs> if you guys are super nice, you can send in some fan art and we'll post it on the site. Absolutely. We love some good old fan art. Nothing gets me more rigid than fan art. Nothing. It's the Nothing. most rigid he ever gets. We love some good fan art, aside from the, from the good old fan arty boys. We also, if you'd like to have an argument with Jay, simply become a Patreon follower, subscriber. And as a patron... I will make sure Jay actually argues with all of you about the rules. I don't argue rules. with patrons. I love them. Exactly. If they want me to argue with them, I will. They'll have to tell me, though, because otherwise I treat them very well. Yeah, absolutely. Come, Just join the Patreon and you just you get unlimited ability to criticize. <laughs> That's what you're really paying for. 
A $35 tier just gives you direct access to real criticisms, and Jay will really feel hurt about it, so that'll be great. True. The more money you throw in, the more it'll hit, you know? Just be like, ow, oh, they care, but they also really, ow. Yeah, I'm a proponent of, if you are yelling at me, you must care. Anyway, where we left off, you guys were in the middle of a fight. Speaking of caring too much, Bop dropped down from the ceiling to smack this Gloomweaver, which is a member of the Shadowfell, sort of like a shadow elf. He's pale, he's riding a nightmare, which is a flaming dark horse. Also, as Jeff said last episode, a horse that just won't die in Skyrim. I did say that. And Daedalus is holding off a Measle, has cast Daylight so nothing can teleport, which is way more helpful than you guys know. And it left off at the gentleman, Mr. Grimm's turn. Ah, yes, it is my turn, isn't it? You guys were in a mess hall with, like, rows of seating, just like any cafeteria. There were spiderwebs all across the walls and ceiling, and crisscrossed across some of these desks. You and Evan had snuck around the north side of this room behind some spiderwebs. Evan is in the back corner as a few of these shadowy creatures came in. Combat initiated with Roy and Daedalus in the center of the room starting shit. You and Daedalus are in the same aisle near each other with Daedalus in front of you. You started combat by firing at the Gloomweaver who is currently on the cafeteria aisle next to yours because Bop interfered with him getting to you guys on his round. And Bop and the Gloomweaver are just across the table from you guys. And we're starting the round with Mr. Grimm at the top of the room with line of sight on anything that he would like. There's a measle on a table in between and a measle directly in front of Daedalus. So I have some acidy boys. How far can I throw an acid? You can throw it up to 20 feet. See, that's what I thought it was. Everything's basically in the middle. I'm not in the middle. I moved down. I'm like four squares down from the middle. Yeah, you would be basically, you're either on top of a table or right on the next aisle over from Daedalus. Yeah, I moved in so that I was within like 20 or 30 feet. Yeah. But I'm going to move in and be in the flanking position. How many of these things are grouped pretty heavily? Because there's got to be a splash radius on an acid potion. Unfortunately, you didn't give me any stats for an acid potion, so I don't know. The splash radius is, you throw it within 20 feet, shattering it on impact. In either case, make a ranged attack against a creature or object, treating the acid as an improvised weapon. On a hit, the target takes 2d6. It actually doesn't have a splash radius, this particular one. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. It is. Okay. But they do take 2d6 acid damage if you hit them. Yes. So here's a question. The Gloom Weaver is riding the Nightmare. If I hit yes. the Gloom Weaver, is it also going to get the Nightmare? A lot. Okay, because that's just logical. Yeah, and if you move a full 30, you'll be within range to do it. But you will be, like, right near Daedalus and the thing he's fighting. I'll be behind them, because that's the whole point. I went down, so I'm flanking, so I get a flanking bonus there, too. You want to be right behind the measle. Basically. Or next to the measle. You can be next to it in 5th edition. It's still considered flanking or helping or whatever. The way it was described to me is I can be catty-corner to it, so... Yeah. As opposed to where... Evan was all the way in the corner. I'm just before the corner, about three or four squares, and I moved in. Like, I just moved down to, I was just catty corner and still within the 20 feet. If you get in my drift. Yeah. So then I'm going to take that opportunity. I got your drift. To throw an acid, because I have it. Fark it. Mm. Okay. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. What are the stuff I add to a throw? It is a dexterity plus your proficiency bonus. So that's a six? Actually, it won't be plus your proficiency unless you're proficient with throwing weapons. Yep. Okay. It's just your dex. Just my dex. Okay, so I rolled a ten. Does that hit him? <laughs> I don't think it do. Okay, does it get close enough that there's a very nearby pool of acid? That'd be great. Actually, fuck, can I redact that? I don't have to throw it. I just thought about this. I have Mage Hand. Can I just Mage Hand it over to him? Oh, yeah. I'll allow that. Why am I trying to throw things so imprecisely? That's not the way Grim does stuff. So here's the deal. I will say that you are trying to attack the guy, and he's going to try to not get hit by a thing. But because you're using Mage Hand, I'll let you use your spell attack, which you would add proficiency to. Okay. So... Adding the proficiency onto that, it only turns it up to a 13. Does it hit? If you're aiming at the horse, it does. Yes. If you aim at the nightmare, it does. It's proficiency plus charisma. It is proficiency plus... I have a plus three no matter what, so it's proficiency plus charisma. It's a grand total of six. I rolled a seven. That takes me to a 13. Yeah, the nightmare. All right. So roll your 2d6 damage. Hark yeah, brother. To the nightmare... Three, three, six. All right. Is it a sustained damage? Does he get acid damage every turn? It doesn't say that. Well, that seems silly. I know, right? Yeah, they made acid kind of lame. Yeah, Yeah. that's silly. I mean, it was always kind of lame because one acid a turn doesn't amount to much, but... Well, I mean, like, depending on your addition, acid would do another dice roll every blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like a D4 and then a D4 of acid damage at least for two turns. Yeah, doesn't say anything about it in this. Yeah. Sorry, new edition, new bullshit. <laughs> new edition, same bullshit. Anyways. Same bullshit. Well, there's different acids too. So yeah, I do that, which I guess would count as my attack action. And then... You also moved forward. And I'm a move action, all settled out. And Evan, who has been hiding in the corner the entire time, waiting for his opportunity, sees his opportunity and he seizes it. Evan darts forward to attack the nightmare from the rear with his rapier. He is going to roll for that, because that's that's how that works. Yeah, that's going to be a charge attack, so he's only going to get the one attack, because that's a long walk. Fair enough. 18. To hit the Gloomweaver, or the nightmare? To hit the nightmare at this stage. Okay, you hit. Perfect. Nine damage. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, I guess I had, did I get some sort of bonus there? You have advantage, but it wouldn't matter because you did hit. Yeah. You try to make sure you don't get crit. Oh, hold on. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's see if I crit here. I didn't. Okay, so nine damage. Nine damage. And that's it. Right? That's all you can do? Long walk and a stabby stab? Long walk and a stabby. That's all you're allowing. Cool, that means it's the Nightmare's turn. And the Nightmare's very unhappy. The Nightmare just kicks backward at Evan, who has come up on his ass and stabbed him in the butt. Yes. Because that's what you do when you get stabbed in the butt. You just kick backwards. You just mule kick. Yes. That's what I do every time I get stabbed in the butt. That's why I would make a terrible gay man. (laughs) What is the armor class of our boy? 18. 
18. 18. Ooh, it's two near misses. That's the just He just kicks backwards with both hooves and they just whiff past Evan's head. Because he's got that unearthly grace. He's just like, Ooh, He does. He adds his charisma to his armor class because he's just fey as fuck. Fey as a motherfucker. And it is the end of the Nightmare's turn. Daedalus goes last because nobody remembers last week. All right, so Daedalus is going to finish out this measle bitch. The vaccinations of Newman cannot be stopped. And we're just going to go with the good old attack option, which is Daedalus. That's horrible. Daedalus, why are you terrible? He rolled a three and a four. Daedalus swings wildly at this fucking measle, but he starts to move backwards towards so he could be closer to Bob. You are the worst paladin I've ever heard of. But you have heard of him. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's stepped up onto the chair bit of the tables, and he's fighting this measle, getting close to Bob, and it is Bob's turn. I've been stabbed. Bop will take a defensive step back and cast Greater Invisibility. He blinks from existence. Alright, that's gonna make it real hard to kill Bop. Makes me very sad. You murderous bastard. <laughs> gonna make it hard to heal Bop, and that makes me happy. Seeing as I am playing both the character trying to kill Bop and the character trying to heal Bop. It's a beautiful circumference, really. You gotta split your mind into two parts. You know, to be a DM. Or more. It's why you get schizophrenics if you can. It works beautifully. My LR is very strong. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. My LR is weak as shit. I don't know how to play hide the stone. It is the measles turn. Because that was a simple round. Do you move, Bop? Because you can cast and then run. I did a defensive move. Okay. Can't disengage, but he can go invisible. Disengage is an action. Yeah. Oh, well then, you went invisible, then you can move. Exactly. Measles! Alright, my measle tries to hit Daedalus, because that's who he's fighting, and he's better at what he does than Daedalus is. Fantastic. It's really sad that I statted a very capable character, but the dice rolls determine how Daedalus is. Yeah, and Daedalus is, by and large, just a bit of a doof. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he takes five and two necrotic damage. So that's seven hit points to Daedalus. And then, Roy, the other measles moving on you quickly. What's your armor class? My armor class is 15. Mmm. This measle is a Daedalus. He missed. He comes charging down, but you do have a measle up in your grill now. As he swings a sword that just whiffs over the top of your head. Isn't the measle like the same height as him? Actually, no. They're kind of like a golem character in the fact... Well, golem was a hobbit, so that's a bad example. But they're like... Yes. They're hunched down and long, which means they tend to walk crouched. But they are of medium size. Okay, then. I'm glad that we got a chance to establish that. Absolutely. I also really enjoy when Daedalus does anything, because it's just so impressive. Thank you. That he managed to do a fucking thing. He's occasionally done stuff. <laughs> I know. Get wrecked, boy. So Fight him. All right, it's Roy's turn. I mean, I got a chance with his rolls, man. <laughs> I got a chance. <laughs> Talking a lot of shit right now. For a guy who just threw a fucking piece of acid and did... At least he hit. You did hit. 
I got nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you here. got? Go Daedalus on. Can't tell me hit. more about how. Uh, Honestly, I could just stick to Daedalus being the bum dude because, like, him giving you guys spells is better than anything he's done. Roy. Yeah, yeah. So I am going. Since the measle came at me, I'm going to come at the measle, and that is a 17 and a 16 to hit. Those are hits. That is 12 and 14 damage. Damn! What did you use? Oh, my bad. I came at him in the face with Ken's Lucky Rapier. In the face. Oh, just stabbed him twice with 12 and 14. That's a total of 26. What does it look like when you kill a measle? What does it look like when Roy vaccinates someone? It looks like when I take my rapier back that there's two nice little eyeballs skewered on it. Okay. It, uh, it plucks at its missing eyes. It just holds its hands on his face, screams and collapses on the table in front of you. Right chuckles. <laughs> That's the chuckle. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm dying! <laughs> oh, no! I don't know about all that. My eyes! My eyes! Roy takes out its throat, so it shut the fuck up. <laughs> You don't have an action. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you have a move. You do it. Or are you done? Yeah, I'll move back because as I recall, the nightmare and whatnot is pretty close to me as well. Mm, yes. Come back here! I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh oh. So I'm gonna get real with you. Gloomweaver is up. And while I really, really, really wanted to kill Bop, I'll kill somebody else. Feel free. Let me just check, take a look at this guy's spell list just to make sure. Oh, no, no, fuck that. The Gloomweaver casts True Seeing. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, where are you, Dorf? I will find there you are. As he finishes his spell and beads right back on Bop. However, that is his turn. Mm. And he's not the one moving, so Bop, you are still away from him. So congratulations on buying yourself one round. And I want to make this clear, because normally I'm a pretty, like, I'm nice. I gave you guys a healer in the party. I play, like, like softball. And I want you to know that I totally fucked up how powerful this fight is. This this is my bad as a DM. I put in a certain amount of challenge rating, but I forgot that in 5th edition, you're supposed to adjust for number of PCs. So technically, this was supposed to be a hard encounter. It's now a deadly one. And while I would normally apologize, I'm just going to live up to that. <laughs> because if you guys don't do anything, I'm going to fucking kill Bob. <laughs> I mean, I am entirely capable of doing something. If I could see Bob, I would help him. I don't have true sight. You don't have to see Bob. You just have to see that Gloomweaver. Yeah, no, I'm going to attack the Gloomweaver, but I'm just saying I could literally help Bob. I have a real nice little potion there, but guess who I can't see? I'm going to say it again. I'm trying to kill Bob. Grim, it's your turn. All right, yeah, cool. Sorry, Strana. Oh, that's okay. I've got a couple other things up my sleeve. I got rid of one PC, and now I just, I just I've got the fever. I've got the, the blood is in the water, and I'm just going to get all of you. You've gotten rid of two PCs. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mr. Grimm. All right. What do you do? Mr. Grimm is going to throw his fancy dancing cane sword. Good call. It's a bonus action, right? Yeah, it is a bonus action to throw it. 
So I throw it, and then the cane sword starts attacking. And let me look to see what that's going to do. It's going to be, like, in range to attack the glue weaver and the horse he rode it on. I believe it's a bonus action to put it into play, and then it's a bonus action to attack with it every round. Perfect. So I toss in the air and I go, kill it. Because I have to speak in a command word. So go ahead and make an attack roll. Cool. Come on, baby. So that is a 19. That's a hit. And it does 8 damage. Alright. I gotta tell you, this is a thing that you should be doing, like, every time at the beginning of a fight. You should do it more often. You should. He's still looking pretty tough. So I am going to reach into my pocket, pull out a alchemist fire. Just loving them potion bottles I gave you, huh? Yeah, well, I'm out of spells, so for now I'm going to just tap these. Okay. I'm going to mage hand it so that it's an easier go here. And that uh, doesn't do well. That's a nine. I'm trying to hit the horse again, though, so maybe. A nine will work. Sticky adhesive fluid ignites when exposed to air. As an action, you can throw this flask at 20 feet, shattering it on impact. Make a ranged attack against a creature or object. Create the alchemist's fire as an improvised weapon. On a hit, the target takes 24 fire damage at the start of each of its turns. Creature can't end this damage by using its action to make a DC 10. They did not put grenades in this game, huh? They did not. That's a shame. It doesn't even give you a range for, like, the, the thing it hits. It's just you have to hit a target, and it's a, it's a liquid. It should at least cover a distance. It's going to splash against the table next to the horse, and I'm going to say the table ignites. Okay. Oh, well, the yeah, the fire won't do shit against the horse. I will give you the option to splash it against the table behind the Gloom Weaver or the table in front between you two. Uh, the table in front. I want to make it harder for him to see me in that situation. And also, the Gloom Weaver is the only one I can really put pressure on with fire, so... I will say you're wrong. But <laughs> Oh, well, that's helpful. I didn't know that going into it, but oh well. You didn't. I will tell you that the Nightmare can grant fire resistance to its rider. Oh, uh, see, that I didn't know. You told me that it was fire resistant, not that it could grant. Fantastic. We're learning things today. Hooray. That's cool. I want that horse. Mr. Grimm, is that it? Yeah, that's all I got. Evan. Evan's still trying to stab a horse in the butt. Evan's donkey show continues. Evan. Fucking, he does it. He doesn't try things. It's also important to note this nightmare just doesn't look good. 16 for his first attack. Does that hit? Yep. Max damage for 12. Alright, before he does another attack, I'll let you know that that horse gets skewered in the rump so deeply that its leg twitches and it falls underneath it. And that horse starts to neigh and whinny loudly in a sad, pitiful way because it is downed. It is done. Fantastic. Do I still get my second attack? Yeah, that's the way this game works. Okay, cool. So the Gloomweaver's gonna roll the deck save. I hope he fails. Yeah, we'll see. He's a pretty dextery boy, I believe. But he rolled a seven, so that just ain't it, boy. <laughs> yeah! So he kind of falls down. Alright, so he falls away from the fire. Ah, damn it. Is he prone? Yes. Is there a coup de grace type of scenario here? You have advantage. Okay, cool. But you already had advantage. Nido Torpedo. So, 19? Yeah, that'll hit. Sick deal. And that is a 7. Okay. 
Seventh Evan here, hitting him hard. Yeah, there's no more Nightmare, but there is a Daedalus. You know, I'm not going to attack with him. I'm not going to do it. He's been so successful, though. I'm not going to rely on dice. <laughs> do you have an AoE heal? That might be helpful. Oh, wow. No, not really. They didn't give nice things to people. They didn't give a lot of healing to the Paladin. Yes. Well, it's under their spell list, and then there's the Lay on Hands, and that's it. For all future games, maybe one of us should be a gosh darn priest. I would do nice things to Bop, but he can't see Bop, so he can't cast spells on him. Oh man, that's weird how we're in the same scenario. He casts Bless. He moves away from the measle he's fighting to cast Bless. All three of you get to add a d4 to your attack rolls. Sick deal. Four saving throws. And that is going to be the end of his turn. Bopadopolis. Bopadopolis. Okay. So, you can't see the expressions on Bob's face because he is invisible. Other than the Gloomweaver. Is it fear? Because the Gloomweaver can see it. I need to know. No, there's this weird flinty glint in Bob's eye as he backpedals a little bit, putting him, in, putting him just barely 30 feet away from the Gloomweaver. And he starts chanting. Uh-oh. I don't like chanting. <laughs> and have the Gloomweaver make a DC-15 constitution saving throw. He's totally trained in constitution. Damn it. Oh, he's very good at it. He rolled a nat 20. Well, flashing lights appear around his head and they seem to do nothing to him. <laughs> you do a rave around his face and he just seems really into it. Yep. That was, that was a blindness. His head just starts bobbing as he kind of regains his feet. Yeah. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that's a move and a spell, so... Yep. Fuck. One remaining measle, and that remaining measle can choose to chase Daedalus or attack Roy. He's going to attack Roy. Mm. That's mean. He just whiffs super hard. I told you, this guy's a Daedalus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, the other one was a Daedalus, though this one apparently has just gained the curse. <laughs> that's the end of it. That's all I got. And that's really disappointing. Because Measles has been making a comeback, and I guess that comeback's over. <laughs> Roy! I do believe it is over. Because since he whiffed, I'm going to go ahead and punish him with, again, with Canton's Rapier. And that okay. is a 27 and a 16 to hit. Those will hit. And that is a 6 and a 13 damage. How do you kill this Measle? <laughs> this one, because I'm afraid of it whining like the other one, I'm going to take its throat out. <laughs> <laughs> No, my friend! <laughs> I'm coming to join you soon! <laughs> gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. No! <laughs> no! Next time, I'm just gonna shove up into the jaw so I can, you know, keep that mouth closed. It's not him talking. It's his friend hearing his buddy die. He's dead! <laughs> He's not. As you like to say, he has death saves. <laughs> You took his eyes, not his mouth. <laughs> and that makes it the Gloomweaver's turn. The Gloomweaver stands and turns on Evan, and he makes an attack. That's a hit. That's a hit. Uh-oh. Oof. All right, so that's 12 and 6 just from the spear attack. So that's 18, and now I get to add 4d12 two times. Ouch. All right, one does... 20, another does 25. Ooh, so what's the total we're looking at here? 
53 damage. Okay, Evan goes down. Not Evan. Not Evan. Evan goes down. Not Evan. Evan, indeed. That's how I feel. Not Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Evan. Poor Evan. Bop whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And he got up and he stabbed a guy, so he's done. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Not. Yeah, it's just him, though, and the rest of you. Gang up on him. Can I stabilize Evan? You can get there, yeah. Okay. That'll definitely put you in range of this fucker, though. I realize, but as a bonus action, I get to attack him with my rapier. In order to stabilize somebody, you just need to make a 10 heal check. Okay. Now, here's the deal, though. It's going to take up a lot of your time, and you have to roll the check, and all it will do is give him one success. Okay. The potion of heroism, doesn't it heal? Gives you temporary HP. I guess I have to make a call on that. Yeah. Can you give temporary hit points to somebody who's down? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so will that expedite the process of stabilizing? No, because he'll, he'll immediately begin dying again when it wears off, or he loses the temp HP. Okay. Technically, it's a yes and a no. It will not stabilize him at all, but it will put him back in the fight. Okay. It will postpone the dying process. That's good, because then it won't take me as long to do a thing. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say, to give a down person a potion will definitely take your standard action, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Well... As a bonus action, the rapier attacks. There you go. And the rapier attacks for 17. That's a hit. Meets the beats. Fantastic. Ooh, good old Max Dimalge, 13. Nice. Nice. Quick note, temp HP will not allow you to become conscious. It should. Just looked it up. I don't like that. Yeah, I figured it wouldn't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Go ahead and email me, listeners, if you think I'm above station, but I'm the damn dungeon master, and I like a potion of heroism to feel heroic. So I'm going to run over and apply the potion of heroism to him. He should be right in range to do that. You do that. Yeah. He's up. He's He's awake. He's awake. He is downed. He's still prone, but he is awake on borrowed time. And as I do it, I go, how dare you? No one can dispatch of my servants but me. Sorry, my lord. And then I give him the potion and I go, You are on borrowed time. And I point over at Daedalus. Your help is necessary, Daedalus. Uh, yeah. We'll help. Just keep him out of the fight and we will patch him up immediately. But first, I think we should probably get rid of this pain in the ass. Agreed. And Evan's going to take his turn since he pops back up (laughs) to move out of danger. Yeah, good call. Yeah, preferably towards Daedalus. Daedalus is going to go into danger, but I think Evan should just move away. Yeah, Evan moves away close enough that Daedalus can help him because I don't know how long the temp HP lasts, but he'll go right back to dying soon. It's definitely a combat. Provided he doesn't take any damage, he will definitely be fine. Should I be keeping track of the temp HP we just gave him? You gained 10. Oh, he's also under the effect of the blessed spell, so he is too blessed. Next quick question. Can Evan throw his rapier? (laughs) Just throw it? Yeah. What's the penalty he would take to throwing the rapier? It's an improvised weapon, so you don't add proficiency, which would be like the same proficiency bonus as yours. So he wouldn't get like the plus 7 that he normally has, and then he gets to throw it and then add a d4 to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, because Evan's 
a spiteful bitch guy. <laughs> because he learns from the best. <laughs> the pettiness is real. He goes out of range and then he throws his rapier at him. Because fuck you, that's why. The biggest bitch move. For 19. Does he hit? That's a hit. <laughs> what damage does a thrown rapier do? It's, it's still a rapier, I guess. All right. It's still the same. Cool. So, that is seven. Seven more? Okay. God. He throws the rapier. Evan scrambles backward and he takes his rapier in an underhanded grip that makes no sense <laughs> and just hucks it at the glue weaver and says, right back at you, you bitch. And then he immediately brushes himself off and says, sorry for that loss of decorum. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The rapier sticks in the Gloomweaver, too. <laughs> Ow! Daedalus' turn. It's Daedalus, my buddy. Daedalus, you're gonna hit something. Daedalus moves up to attack this Gloomweaver. Daedalus rolls two attacks that are probably gonna fucking miss, because he's a fucking travesty. Alright, one's a hit. Hey, you did something. He did something. I'm so proud. That's a 1d8 plus 3. Such a proud papa. Yeah. He does 6 damage. He's gonna go ahead and use the shove action with his shield. Don't shove him towards me, please. Daedalus is between you and him. Okay. He's gonna shove him 5 feet backwards away from him so he doesn't get stabbed. That, he totally, yeah, he totally succeeds at that. It's... Now Bob's turn. He's such a defensive guy. Hey! So how's the Gloomweaver looking, Jay? At this point, you guys are pretty much all in the same aisle. You are away from the rest of the party in the fact that Gloomweaver is between you and them. How rough is he looking? The Gloomweaver looks bloodied in old terms of additions that nobody likes. I have to make it count. I have to make it count. Bloodied means half health. If you ever played 4th edition. Yeah. Which I did. was one of the few things that I actually kind of liked about 4th edition. Yeah, it's probably the only holdover that should have been kept. <laughs> it was a neat little mechanic because you had abilities that would kick off if something was bloodied or you were bloodied. It was kind of cool. Yeah. 18 to hit. 18. You okay. brave yep. soul, you. That's a hit. Are you hitting him with a hammer? Yes, I am. You nut job. This is why you're getting stabbed. Well, he's very distracted right now. He's had several people stab him, throw him. They're, they're making lots of noise. The invisible dwarf behind him, he's kind of forgotten about. This is the reason the DM is totally punishing you right now, because you've been very <laughs> reckless. I hope you rolled that with an advantage, just in case you could have gotten a 20. Lad, this is a mistake. <laughs> I keep telling you I'm not a Warhammer. Don't worry, it'll work. It probably won't. It has to work. What's the damage? Because you totally hit. It has to work. 16. 16? 1, 6. Okay, so 16 total? Mm-hmm. You just hear. Hey, everybody. The damage total is at 69, dudes. Is that it for Bob? Yeah, he, he took his move. And he attacked. Yeah. Yeah. You only have the one attack, right? Yes. I'm still invisible. All right. Measles are dead. A measle lying on a table goes, ah, it hurts so much. I can't see. 
Master, how fares your fight? Heal me. Roy. Roy is going to point at the Gloomweaver and cast Tall the Dead. Ooh. Here's the sound of what the spell says. A dolorous bell around it for a moment, and it needs to save on a wisdom saving throw. Six save. Yep. Wisdom save? Yep. That's, ooh. He's real good at the saves, my friends. Not good. Rolled a 17 plus one. Is that good enough? I would imagine so. Yeah, that's pretty good. 18? Does he take any damage, or is it half? No, it doesn't take anything. This is the first time you've cast Toll of the Dead? Yeah, and it didn't fucking work. Your Toll (laughs) of the Dead sounds like a scream. Oh, I like that better. Not that it matters, because nothing happened, but cool. It doesn't, but there is a scream in his head. You can hear it. It sounds like a vill. Oh. Double checking. You good? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely, Roy. Okay. That was a new one. Gloomweaver. Bob, you're you're in range again. I know. And invisible. Bob, what's your armor class? Although he can see me. 16. 16? And I have my cloak of displacement. Oh, okay. Oh, you fucker. (laughs) Yeah, because of your cloak of displacement, which you do need to remind me. Yes. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have taken as much damage as you have already, but yeah, those two attacks will miss. Hey, they would have hit. I'll take it. We almost witnessed the doom of Bop. I have been cheated yet again. <laughs> the Gloomweaver says, "How dare you cheat me with this cheap piece of cloth?" It's the doom of Damocles is on Bop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, hold on. I just want to establish this. So there was almost doom and gloom. Mm. Yes. yes, yes, there was almost doom and gloom. Indeed. I've got the gloom. I just need the doom. You are in that golf clap. Ah, uh. uh, yes. Mr. Grimm! It is my turn. Fantastic. Evan off to the side flips him off. <laughs> He's still a little salty. <laughs> looking for something else to throw at him. He's almost definitely looking for something else to throw at him. <laughs> Far be it for me to remind you, I did hand out Acid Flask to everyone. Oh, well, I didn't think that counted Evan, so... Totally. You had him looting first. That's true. There's definitely an Acid Flask on him. And an Alchemist Fire. Let's not make Evan useless. Let's do this. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like I told you, I did make this fight technically too difficult, so I'll throw you a few bones. That's cool. So... Especially since they made these kind of lame. For clarification's sake, I only get one bonus action a turn... Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate, because that means I can either attack with my rapier or gain back spells. Ooh. Your spells are mean. I have some pretty mean spells. What I think I'm going to do... Actually, how close is he? Within range of you to move forward and attack him. He's only like 15 feet away from you. He's 15 feet? Basically, it's him, Daedalus. Daedalus pushed him back 5 feet, so you have to be 15. So as a bonus action, I attack him with the fancy dancy rapey. Er. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks for finishing that. <laughs> Which probably doesn't hit, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's like a eight. So for the first time, the dancing rapier misses. And then I move forward five feet so that I'm within ten feet of him. And oh, he might make this con save, though. I cast Poison Spray. Okay. He's got to make the... Con save. Con save. Con save. 
That's going to be 15. Fuck, he barely makes it. Meets or beats? Uh, no, he's just one over. Ah. Okay, so... Fuck, it's a succeed or... Damn it. Bummer. Yeah, nothing happens. He's real good at con. Uh, surprisingly good at his con saves. Yeah. He has a plus six. Well, that's about all I can do. So Evan cocks back. You bastard. And then... You don't know if his father... He talks to his dad every year. He gets a dex bonus on that? For throwing? Yeah, it's a ranged weapon. Yeah, so does he take proficiency? You don't think, I don't think he has proficiency in ranged weapons. Nah. Okay, so just a dex. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't hit, I'm sure, but he throws the acid for ten. Yeah, that's a mess. It splashes against the desk and just melts the seat. And he's also going, damn it. Stop that, you little shits. <laughs> the fire spreads across the table. <laughs> Fantastic. Daedalus casts Branding Smite and swings twice. He misses with the first, but hits the second. And he does... Does an extra 2d6 radiant damage. Is the Gloomweaver... 14 damage. Weak to radiant? It seems like it should be, right? But you know what they don't hand out very often in this edition, which is kind of weird? Weaknesses? Yeah. It's super weird considering all the other stuff they throw in for PCs. Yeah. Like faults and traits and stuff. And meanwhile, you could be a really flawed character if you rolled on these fucking faults and traits things. I feel like there was something that happened that went wrong, like they forgot or something. They forgot to add in vulnerabilities because they also make it real easy to to add certain damage types. Right. No, it's dumb easy to add. It's super common to do and then they don't give you any bonus for doing it other than avoiding a resistance of some kind. Right. Yeah. And they throw resistances around like... Like crazy, yeah. I went digging through the first monster manual. There's only a handful of shit that have a vulnerability. Typically, I will just say they do. Personally, for this, they just live in the shadow plane. They're not exactly like creatures of it necessarily yeah just sort of survive there so i'm gonna say for this guy no that's fair like i'll throw in vulnerabilities all the time if you hit a fucking undead with radiant damage i'm like nah, that's supposed to hurt more yeah logically i'm amazed that more things don't say it it's upsetting anyway so daedalus hits it does branding smite which also for the sake of knowledge causes the creature to become visible if invisible and shed dim light in a five foot radius neat so he can't be invisible. That might be useful. Yeah. That being said, the daylight spell has gone away because that required concentration. And his smite did as well. Also, Daedalus uses his movement to move 15 feet because it's difficult terrain to move next to the Gloomweaver standing on top of a chair. He's trying to move around to get between Bop and the Gloomweaver. Where well, he's pretty sure Bop is. <laughs> yeah, because the Gloomweaver just stabbed at you. <laughs> yeah. It's your turn, Bop. Daedalus tells Bop, flee, Bop. I don't know where you are. No, he'll die by my hand. I can't heal you, and he's going to kill you. I don't know what you said to him. Did you take the last slice of pizza from the Dungeon Master? It's like, do I listen to Daedalus? If you did, there's nothing I can do to protect you. 
How, how persuasive is Daedalus in this, Jay? Nah, man. You do you, buddy. I can't convince a character of things. I rolled an even ten, goddammit. <laughs> oh, yeah? Daedalus is a charismatic boy. He's fairly charismatic. You can try. He's a charisma boy. It's compelling. That's all I'll oh. say. <laughs> Empirical evidence states that that's good advice. <laughs> uh, fine. Just here. Like I said, I'm trying to kill Bop. I'm not going to cheat to kill Bop. And I'm still going to play characters the way they should be played. And then I cast Longstrider. And if you run, I'll just kill Grim next. <laughs> Grim glares. So I'm now 30 feet away from the Gloom Weaver. I've cast Longstrider. Okay. And I'm grinding my teeth. Okay. That's you, right? That's me. How many spells you got left, bud? Not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Longstrider's the first level. I have some of the first levels left. Those will take a little longer for me to tap out. My seconds are done. My fourths are done. I have my thirds. You ready, Roy? Roy's ready. Roy's rolled and ready to go. Roy casts Ray of Frost. Okay. That is a 21 to hit. That's a hit. That is a whole 10 damage. Okay. That Gloomweaver's not looking too tight. He's looking pretty unhappy. It's looking pretty loose. Looking pretty loose. The doom that I'm looking for may be coming. Yeah, then you're going to lose the gloom, though. I am going to lose the gloom. I'm only going to have doom, and that's going to really upset me. Oh, I did miss a turn. No, bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I can't see, but it sounds grim. You're right. Roy's going to walk over and stab it in the face. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Gloomweaver's turn. The Gloomweaver has options. What kind of options does he have? Can he get mean? How mean can he get? How mean can he get? Hopefully not real ranged mean because mm. he still seems to hold quite a grudge at this stage. He does. And he knows exactly where Bop is. He's, in fact, the only person that does. <laughs> this greater invisibility has really been more of a hindrance than a help at this stage for Bop. <laughs> hey, is Longstrider and or greater invisibility a concentration spell? Longstrider is not. Greater invisibility is. I was just curious. That's why I haven't been doing really weird things like spider climbing underneath the tables. Away from combat, because I had to drop spider climb to have great invisibility. Alright, so the Gloom Weaver, feeling that his time is narrowing, starting to seek options to survive, he reaches out and his hand glows a sickly red color, and he grabs Daedalus by the thigh and does 16 necrotic damage to Daedalus, and he heals 8 damage because he casts Vampiric Touch. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Be a vampire against the blood-filled buff boy, not against this skeleton. It's a good choice. <laughs> it's a good choice. I really yes. enjoy that. I mean, he can't reach you. Yeah, that is also true. So Daedalus is taking some damage, and that's the end of the Gloomweaver's turn, but he does heal for eight. I feel like we're destined to get a rest after this, so... I will kill one of you going down. You will not take me lightly. That was the trigger warning that Grim needed. Grim proceeds to go, How dare you assume that you could take a life in my presence? 
And Grim goes ahead and he burns one of his his sorcery points. Okay. And gains back a level one spell to do. I burn one as a bonus action. Then he reaches out his hand and says, The only one dying today is you. And casts Catapult. Okay. 18. That's a hit. All right. That's probably going to do it. Let's see what you do. Let's see. Maybe not. He did heal a little bit. Does 21 damage. How does it look like when you bring him to negative one hit points? Grim outstretches his hand, turns it into a fist, and the fist rockets off of his forearm as his skull lights up with these runes that you only see when he's using his magic. And the glare is palpable. Shoots out and just smashes straight into that fucking Gloomweaver's face. Are we getting that boxing thing where you hit the dude and it's all slow-mo and it's just jaw shaking in slow motion as he spins in midair? It's like that, but it's like the one that hits him dead in the center so his head cocks back and you see like his skull fracture. There's like the ripple in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, you hear the, the sickening crack of like the bones cracking bones and fucking barrels into him and he he gets knocked back real hard and flat out on the ground. <clears throat> and as the last enemy goes down and Roy stabs the guy on the table, he goes, no, master, no. <laughs> and then he dies. There is a sort of silvery smoke that only Roy can see as he sort of dovahkeens the souls of the two measles he killed with his rapier. Does that still count if I didn't do it with magic? Your rapier is magic now. Ah, that's right. You can summon that bitch. It's part of who you are. I can indeed. Yeah, you only recently got that, so I haven't been able to make that claim. But you can kind of see Avil like literally breathing it in. like She's sucking and then it just comes to her. Gross. As they all just fade away to the Shadow Realm, except for the ones that she totally ate. Before the Gloomweaver fades, Grim purposefully and confidently strides over as his hand reattaches, and he grabs him by the throat, even though he's already dying and dead, and he goes, You've earned this. Go back to your plane, and remember never to fuck with Grim. And he fades away. Grim points over at Evan and goes, Someone attend to my aid, please. Daedalus is kind of feeling around. Bop, Bop, you, you, are you alive? I cast light on a coin. They just see this glowing coin. You can talk. As opposed to <laughs> dropping his invisibility. <laughs> and go, I'm over here. <laughs> are you able? <laughs> um... There's a few holes in me. I'll take that as a maybe. Let me go handle Evan, because he is dying. Well, yes, I, I am, but I'm only mostly dead. You see, there's a big difference. He runs up to Evan and... Let me see, how much healing can I spread around here? Roy dusts himself off and cleans off the rapier before letting it fade away into the ether as it does. And then he continues walking through the hall. Okay, so... How much damage has everyone taken, and how badly do we want to heal an NPC? Roy has literally only taken eight. In the last two battles. Wow, Roy. I'm at more than half. I'm at 38 of 55. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to say that, that Bop definitely needs it. 
We will give Bop back 25 HP. We will give Evan 5. That's fine. Evan just needs to be alive. That's all. Yeah, Evan is alive, and he still has his temporary HP for the next hour. Roy, you're trying to move toward the next door? Yep. Daedalus snaps at you as he's healing Evan. He's like, no, you freaking wait. We need to at least get people back standing. It looks like you've got it handled. I don't want to have to heal you next. Don't worry about it. Grim glares over at Roy and says, If it wasn't for the fact that we are the best that we have for each other, I would tell you to go off and kill yourself. It matters not. But without us, your death is assured, and without you, ours becomes a greater chance. Daedalus moves to give 25 hit points to Bop. And then Star finally enters the room, and is she saying the, the the that sack that they were dragging, the thing wrapped in webs? That I think that's that's Comet. I go ah yes, and I stride over to that after knowing that Evan is okay, and I'm sure Evan just strides along with me. And yeah, yeah, Roy stops and moves over to the sack. Oh, also, I call back my sword, my cane sword. Evan picks up his, and then I just slice open the sack real quick and then sheath it back in the cane. And inside seems to be an unconscious gnome. Roy slaps him. Where are they? I got no spell slots, but I got plenty of fire for all of you. Where are you fucking at? Come on. They're dead. Oh. Oh, good. And he kind of just, just falls back flat on his back. Spirited little one, aren't you? He, he always was. And Daedalus kind of moves to see if he can bring this guy back to wakefulness as you guys sort of take stock of your damage and what you have left. And you realize that you've only just begun. and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, Share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there. And we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, 
And if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this things. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock. <laughs>